0: Run Free! Your Hearts Run Free! Young Hearts Run Free! Your Hearts Run Free! Welcome to Young Hearts Run Free, Season 5, Episode... I think it's 12, is it Stephen? It is indeed, Episode 12, Season 5, how are you? Awesome man, I am absolutely fantastic. I am John Cassidy, he is Stephen Watt, and we are here to give you a wee intro to this week's episode, but if you've read your show notes, you can what it's so all about, but we're going to talk about it anyway, oh, Yeah, and we've got God. Other shit and of others to speak about. Oh, we've got loads of other stuff to speak about. What's on your radar
1: this week, Stephen? Well, what is on my radar, John, is the spotlight's kind of been on
0: me lately. Oh, <laughs> what's happening with John's running? oh man you never mentioned this to me right okay what's happened to me i have been i've been in a hole man <laughs> i've been in a hole since anglo-celtic plate really um i hurt myself more than i intended to never thought i was going to speak about this i hurt myself more than well i never intended to hurt myself at all but i was sore before i went in made it a lot worse by completing it but you know what i've i had a great day out. i loved it but yeah my calf was bad it got to the point where I just had to rest that was it so I've I've done that rest got the COVID, that helped me a wee bit weeks rest so I wasn't doing much that week as well um and in the last week 10 days I've been or maybe two weeks actually I've been out and I've just been doing jogging again for about an hour so and I'm happy with that my calf has not played up I hope I'm not tempting fate by talking about it My calf hasn't played up. So I've got a couple of things coming up. I have, at the end of June, I have, I'm taking part in the Morrie Way relay race with Team Green, which is made up of Lindsay Stevenson, Pam Smith, and Ryan Cuthbert, the other members of Team Green. Support member is Greg Stevenson. So so we're going up to... Marvel's assemble. Exactly. We're going up to Bluta, the Morrie Way relay in my heat, and then i'm going down the lakes with yourself so that's my focus that's what's okay. happening right so back on the hamster wheel so to speak definitely i must what say you, you, do, you jogging instead of running is this a new thing jogging easing myself back in i've even started yeah. warm. i've even started warming up but i should also say as well i've been eating like a horse i've been eating like a run a half marathon every day it's right. standard um but uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. My, my head wasn't in a bad place, but my head's a lot better now because I'm back running again. So,
2: so all I good. like
0: so, it. A, a reverse taper. Exactly that. And, and my beard's been growing all the time. That's impressive. Six months old, folks. It is. Six months this week. So we're halfway there, halfway to the year of facial growth. Here we go. Now so you've got to start, like, putting it in a wee... A hair bob on it. I'm no good, I'm trying my best not to, not to do anything. I'm just all I'm doing is trimming the wee bit of moustache so it doesn't go in my soup. Can I see you know I mean?
1: that? Does it dip into sauces and things like
0: that? Well, well, Susan will say to me again, you're going to check your cell it when something happens, but I can't see it, so it's all good, man. It's all good. But um, I'm no, I'm, my plan is, my original plan was, didn't touch it, let it grow. But I've, what I will say is, this is a new thing for me, man. This grooming stuff um i've changed beard oil and the beard oil that i'm using now only changed it because the other bottle ran out the beard oil i'm change, i'm using now it just goes like a big shaggy dug that's what it looks like so um it's a wee bit wild you know but it's um it's fine it's fine it's
1: very danny mcgrain like if you ask me
0: well i'll take that as a compliment stevie but always oh did i say well, danny i meant something else you know what that's just give me a wee buzz and that'll last me all weekend so there you go brilliant um we're not quite finished with boston are we there's one
1: last boston legacy that we should have spoken about when we did the boston marathon episode and that was an addition to the
0: playlist i didn't get an offer you didn't i think we got all excited in that episode there was a lot of covered so much good content that we never said what's your song choice boston related so you've added that in yourself haven't you i I have i've taken it upon myself to add to the la buff buff collection
1: volume two my boston memory song do you
0: want to say what it is or will we let the listeners go and hear it no i'm saying what it is because
1: it's it's a non sort of me type song so but it's relevant it's i'm shipping up to boston by the dropkick murphy's oh they're a wee bit punky eh? irish celtic punky yankee sort
0: Aye, of. get your heart pumping type music brilliant so, yeah. so we shall post the link somebody actually requested the link last week we shall post the link to both the playlists we'll do that yeah. this weekend um you can go after you finished listening to us obviously now what we should say is in this episode this week other podcasts are referred to a couple of times we're not quite happy with that but they do exist out there but after you're finished listening to us before you go and listen to any any other podcast listen to the buff buff collection volume one and two for your listening and running pleasure okay right well, so what's happening this week john there's like there's some devil news yes the devil of the highlands has been flowing about their social media and their radar indeed because somebody asked the question didn't they have we ever done a devil the highlands episode hi and we've not because we're coming up our two-year
1: anniversary since the launch but there's never been a devil in that sure. time because of the COVID, yeah. and the devil takes place in the first weekend in august in 2022 its return can't wait neither John and I are actually taking part because we'll be on our um, R&R after the lakes
0: but we will be very much tuned in to Aye. all the race chatter oh most definitely and, that, and it started man There's, I think there's been emails floating about this week and on the Facebook the Devil of the Highlands Facebook page there's information going out about folk have been offered places and I think, is there a first come first served happening this weekend? I think so, I think that people who had
1: a, a race entry in 2020 have now been offered to run in 2022. Obviously, most of the people want to take that up, but some people, circumstances have changed or you know they might be injured or no quite in the, the place to, to run it in 2022. So it has opened up some spaces and they, I believe, go on general sale. I'm not quite sure how it works first come first serve whatever on friday the 13th at (laughs) 9 a.m so they might be all snapped
0: up by now and i I wouldn't imagine they'll hang about long yeah 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 no i would imagine they'll go pretty quick but it's almost like a a hen's teeth the golden ticket isn't it to get into that because it is another great event it's one of my favorite events because of a very special moment that we both shared Stephen. I, I still, to this very, very day, say so it's my favourite finish of all time. That this is when you started your liking for going that sub, whatever the the next hour was, wasn't it? Aye, just nicking in under the, the the time
1: of whether it's an hour or like 56, 57, 58. Boom, Steve. That's the <laughs> <start> line. <laughs> the I, I'm starting to hang round the corner just before the finish line. Just so I can do it i stand, standing there with a bottle of juice, I ah, have plenty of time. Just, no. just time this right. Okay, I
0: <laughs> better go off my finish line sprint now for a bit <laughs> of theatre. Well, um, we'll post a link to We've got a wee short video of Stephen's day in the Devil of the Highlands in 2018, was it? It was 2018,
1: yeah. 2018. It's it's Tindrum to Fort Williams, so the top half of the West Highland Way route yeah. for anybody listening who perhaps isn't aware devil the highlands so-called because it goes over the step the devil staircase just before kinlock leaving and
0: it's it's awesome it really is it is a fantastic day and i think it was lee hutchison that mentioned it on our twitter feed so thank you very much lee for for mentioning that so we don't have a devil the highlands exclusive episode yet but it's coming it's, it's definitely coming um Another race that is happening this week is the Cataran Trail. That's back as well. So it is.
1: All the iconic races are are, are returning in twenty twenty two. It's brilliant to see and there's there's also a lot of new races on the the race schedule as well. But the Cataran Trail is one that's a long time been on my radar, never had the pleasure to have run it yet just because of the it's not quite worked into whatever else has been happening during the year. I will yeah. at some point. But yeah, fifty-five miles up in the Highland Perthshire.
0: Yep, fifty five miles. I'm looking at the new you there is seven and a half thousand feet of climbing. So it's a big challenge. And then you've got fifteen hours to complete it. It starts at seven o'clock on Saturday morning. So probably a no, hundred runners.
1: If you're running that, if you're one of the lucky hundred, because I know that that was it, the the race capacity, Richie Cunningham has taken over that race directorship. And so it will be a very well um, run event, a man of his <laughs> calibre and experience. Um, Frank McGaffney, we mentioned him on the show, local lad to me. He's running it. Big good luck to Frank. He has been, he has his training has been brilliant. He's the epitome and he, of getting your foot on the route so he knows that that route is reasonably accessible for him to get to from where he lives, and he's been yep. up there wrecking the route in different stages, little, um, you know, doing his training runs on the route and all like that. That
0: was brilliant to see. So I'm sure Aye. he will reap the rewards of that. Most definitely. And Frank has got a tenacity about him. You know, he's got the grit in there that will see him through. So wish you all the yeah. very be- Aye, of the best. Have the best day ever, Frank. Totally. And he's got good reasons to hear we spring the step this week as well. So Aye. Gotta say as well, the final here we adventure. Was you not going on a wreck and the bus broke down or something? There was something like that. So there's a story. We'll maybe give him a shout and
1: see if we can get the exclusive. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. So aye. So bit the other thing that we want to speak about. So good luck to everybody in Cataran. We'll hear all about it on the socials. We better fast forward to the end of the show to dialect dictionary.
0: Oh yeah. again be through our social media. Was it Howard? Yeah. Howard posted a photo of a gate on Instagram and on it it was something I've I've not got it in front of me, but it's something like keep the gate snacked. Something like that, wasn't it? Something which like we, that, yeah. Which we take is keep the gate closed. But no, I think it said keep the gate closed and
1: snacked. Right? Okay. Close it and then snacking it is the art of snibbing it you know whatever locking mechanism is in place and there's uh, you know if you're out in the the wilds you know that there's quite a lot of different systems in place for gates uh, it might just so, be a so bit just, of rope than the fence post something like that uh, eh? one of these wee chains that you can never quite stretch oh, long man, enough and, done, man. Uh, you know but anyway it was a nice friendly message from the the landowner or the farmer to say i'd appreciate <laughs> it if you could shut the gate
0: and just make sure that it's clicked
1: and that would help my livestock oh. no disappear.
0: I'm actually looking at new. Is it grogan Farm in Macrahanish? Macrahanish, I think is. I, I think that's how you say it. But yeah, beautiful bit of the country, lovely open countryside. Keep the gate snacked and closed. So, dialect dictionary entry without even speaking to MD, it's in snacked, snacked. Yep. Not to be but, confused with snacked. Well, if you add
1: an H after the S and it becomes schnecked, that is opening up another direction for a dialect dictionary word entirely which it might just be a Perth word who knows it might be doing you... Perth word but you know it's, that's the day with the winchin. That uh, is. that was like you did the shnecker John did you did you I was, I was no schneck maybe ah well Stephen I would not like yeah you would be
0: lucky laddie if you had got a wee shneck <laughs> so what <laughs> a now going what is winching so anyway Maybe more on that later. No need to worry about that right now. I tell you what else has happened to me this week, man. I got some of that quadruple strength juice. We're hitting all the big topics this week <laughs> in our introduction
1: quadruple strength diluting juice squash
0: if you're south of the border. Aye, and I tell you, I was in Tesco's for bread. i was going to say breed. I was in Tesco's, and I, I, for somehow, it, for somehow, it somehow came to my brain, go and get some of that quadruple uh, strength juice, John, and I'm just sitting looking at my comments, so I was going up, there's actually a good selection of flavours, you know, and but I was going up doing, it, I thought, I'll just get that, um, I fancy i get the orange, and then I spotted orange and mango, right, so I was deliberating between the two, and I thought, well, I kind of like the orange, in. I kind of like the flavour of orange, so I'll take that, and then... I can't remember the last name, but Ruckle Runner, Ruckle Runner, is it Lindsay? Uh, Lindsay, yeah. She commented and said you should have went for the orange and mango. So that's on my list. But Ken, what well, this quadruple strength stuff? It might last me about a year. Tell you what,
1: how, how was your first sample in terms of the ratio for diluting
0: water? Too strong. Man. Too I, strong. I nearly, I was nearly, I nearly balked. I, <laughs> I thought I'd put like a teaspoon in a wee glass but i i only put like maybe half half of that with water i was like oh jesus i started really water it in." so i'm gonna to to play a play with that so you'll you maybe know? get the orange and mango this what this time next year <laughs> <laughs> I, or I, might my, I might just buy another bottle and just run two at the same time that's brilliant be, i'll go on that same shopping trip i picked up a thing i hadn't seen for a long long time a rocky biscuit
1: a rocky biscuit.
0: So, what is North, your favorite rocky from, caramel? Oh well, no, no, just the rocky, no the caramel. That's a different thing. Okay. They, again, they were side by side. Yeah. I went for the just your original the red, rocky biscuit, red packet. I can fit them in the my mouth and I wanna. Right. That's the way I choose to eat my biscuits. Just right in and crunch away. What is what's your favorite t- biscuit of choice at the minute? Oh, at the
1: minute. <laughs> Oh man, my mind's absolutely melting through all the, the the bickies that I like. I quite like a mint viscount. Oh they're still wrapped uh, in foil. Yes, yes. I like a a fruit club.
0: Yes. And a gold bar. They're the sort of they're no it's no white chocolate, it's yellow chocolate, isn't it? Caramac, sort of caramac, oh they're sweet as hell, man. They're brilliant an
1: r.i.p to trio. Eh? I used to like a trio. Yeah, yeah. But Trio's they were the unavailable una- una- anymore because they had a wee sort of chunk
0: of toffee sort of flavour on top of them. Maybe start a wee poll with the listeners to see what your favourite, your current favourite chocolate biscuit, because it's like your favourite song, they just change, don't
1: they? They do, so. they do, they could change by the, the, the whatever day of the week it is. but. Wolf and 30 Jaffa Cakes and a wonder is, is also quite
0: an achievement, isn't it? Oh, there's a segue. There's a segue of choice. Wonderful. Let's talk about our fantastic guest that we have on this week, Stephen. Yeah, let's um, introduce Dave Andrews,
1: who is joining us from the North East, another inhabitant of the, the the running Mecca up in the North East of Scotland, but that isn't where he well, it's where he calls home just now, but he hails from Northern Ireland. And is yeah. yeah, we have been trying to get Dave on for a wee while. First came across Dave at G twenty four. I've actually got my T shirt on, my G twenty four T shirt. Yeah. G twenty four T shirt because it's no dated. So it's like yeah. I've done it every year but I've only ever done it once. <laughs> um so yeah dave ran in 2016 i want to say when i did it
0: and john you supported us and won it i won it it. yeah he was yeah yeah you know what he's he's been on our radar he's a very very good runner but we've always suspected and probably knew he was a good guy you know it's he's just one of these people that you just enjoy their company and I maybe sold him short because I really, really, really enjoy these company when we were chatting with him. Um, he talks about a lot of stuff, doesn't yeah, he? He does.
1: He talks about his. He talks a lot about his relationship with running, and there's quite a lot to that, and it's really interesting. Um, but he also talks about
0: how much he gets out of running, and it's a lot. Yeah, and there's a wee bit about injuries. His sort of backstory. He speaks about injuries and we talk about recovery for injury and headspace. We speak about a lot of stuff. And as Steven um, has alluded to, we speak about Jaffa cakes and that leads into Dave's love of food. And um, we speak about fueling. He keeps it quite basic, to be honest, but it's interesting too. And one of the things I love about speaking to different people is that you get a handle or an idea of what works for them and it's stuff that we can go and try. So, um, and there, you know what, if Dave Andrews can perform the way that he performs on what he eats, it's quite brilliant, absolutely simple, but brilliant, and he is an all-round good guy, and we have heard, and we refer to this in the podcast as well, a lot of great feedback about Dave from the Anglo-Celtic plate, and um, oh, talking about that, there might be a wee reveal in this episode too. Oh yes, yeah. stay tuned for that one, exciting so enjoy our
1: chat with Dave Andrews big welcome to the young hearts run free podcast Dave Andrews how are you I'm dead on nice to see you boys brilliant to see okay. you as well yep we've been courting this fella for a wee bit of time
0: John we certainly have romancing and aspiring to get Dave on and that's just what to say right up front Dave's come in with a dialect dictionary thing right up front how are you dead on yeah. that's a belter right up front, man. So
1: there you go. Hopefully, you no know, shot his bowled. <laughs> that would be a blow. That's the the the, the episode high. It's already passed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dead on. No, thanks very much for for joining us. Right, see when you liked us back on Instagram, I was like got a wee flutter in my heart. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, yeah, um, we have sent you a little set of questions to hear We prethink pre-think. Whether you've had time to have a wee pre-think or no, doesn't really matter. Because we we tend to, um, to waver off them, um, as I'm probably sure you're aware, which um, it's all part of the fun. But we always like to pose a first question to our guests, and it's more just around about what, what got you into running? What, when did you start running? What's your, your backstory? back
2: backstory? Back story in running? Jesus. Uh, I think it's pretty typical, I would say, of most of the people you've had on here. Played football, tried to play football, got injured, uh, and just, I think I moved through the Albertine and bumped into some some new work colleagues who were into running. I just kind of took off from there. Uh, 5K, 10K, 10 male, half marathon. Uh, then bumped into, I think it was Meg Ruffin, who told me to do D33. And the whole ethos was around not being shit, which I which I found was funny. Uh, no one talked about times; it was just about finishing, smiling, and stuff. So it uh, that there was kind of got me into ultras. But running, like I say, just out out, out uh, lunch times with people, pretty much out there. Done a, quite a bit of running there for us when I was there. Uh, some cycling, other bits and pieces, always fitness ways. But when I lost my cruciate ligament, I had to give up football. That was a push. Otherwise, I'd still be playing.
1: And did you have a reasonably promising football? The year behind you by
2: then uh, wasn't too bad played amateur league back home some school boys when I was very young but uh, when I joined the Air Force I moved over to England and up to Scotland I think I was going, going to some trials for Elgin at the time then I lost my ligament and cartilage then gave up all sport for about two years and just got drunk it was pretty cool for two years then had to not get there's drunk
0: a, there's a big story in there man to be not be the drinking that's a different story but yeah. Recovering from a cruciate ligament as well, you know. To be in and we'll come to speak about the runner that you are today. But you're saying back home? Where is back home? Where did you grow up?
2: Up, just say Belfast, just Newtonabbey. Right, sand, okay. Belfast, yeah. Cool.
0: Back to the football thing. What position did you play?
2: Started centre midfield, then ended up sweeper when in my junior career. Then a bit of all rounder uh, as I got older. Wasn't that skillful But was very fit So You tend to get thrown into Let's get him up right wing Or get him up centre forward To annoy the keeper Or get him back uh, Centre back To annoy the centre forwards So Yeah, yeah it's All about fitness I think
0: So it's a bit like Stephen playing football He used to be A right, right annoying bugger Playing football yeah. I bet
1: that they had The fitness part <laughs> I was just a Like Wind up merchant Basically right? <laughs> Stephen Stephen They're number 8 Just go and wind him up Alright They're <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with skill or ability or fitness or anything, just like yeah. whatever came out of my mouth to put them off their game.
2: <laughs> you need players of all sorts, mate. That's what I tell myself.
1: Exactly that. So, w- when you speak about that cruciate injury, which then you had a two year break for you and then you kind of got into running, what time scale are we speaking here? How long? When did you kind uh-huh.
2: of take up the sneakers? Probably properly. I think probably 2008. I think prior to that, there would be down the gym, at like like I said, on the row machine, cross training. I would get on the treadmill now and again, but just couldn't manage it. So I think about probably 2008, I started getting into like like your 5Ks and 10Ks. I uh, wasn't very good at it. I found it was better run the longer things, longer, slower. And I'm ace at eating, so fit right in the ultras. Absolute perfect. A natural fit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who like eating? me yeah easy. So when when
1: you say that that like, you were discovering your talent was for the more the endurance side of things, did that kind of twig when you did marathon? Were you finding that you enjoyed them or
2: no? did no, marathon was shocking. I, I think the first one I done was was at Edinburgh. Yeah, and I, I think it, I started right at the front. I remember up like sneaking into the front rounds and me thinking if I go right hard and just hang on. And I probably done the first half an hour and a half ish, thinking it was amazing. And the second half was about two and a half. Getting pretty much taken overtaken by about twenty thousand people. Uh wrong mentality. Um I went back later on and done a bit better at it. But yeah, I just didn't like it. No kind of banter. Everyone was kind of too focused and talking on what they had to do. They weren't out the night before having having beers and stuff and having a laugh. It was just too serious. Like I say, when but first on D thirty three, no one talked about time. It was just See how quickly you can get back to get out that night and to meet people. So <laughs> We're a bit more a bit more chilled.
0: Love it. it. And you know what? I, we can speak about the, the marathon a bit more because it's obviously very relevant to the the, the people that listen in. Yeah. But the, that D33 thing, it's it's um I still find it quite unbelievable that you run sixteen and a half miles, go around the cone, and then you run back. I absolutely love the simplicity of But well, it's not simple yeah. just to do that you've got to be fit to do it but it is it is quite a simple thing but it was probably one of my first entries into the ultra marathon community israel yeah, well. yeah. it's just a totally different vibe <laughs> as you just described you know it's, it's brilliant, you know, it's, it's
2: brilliant. It's for a lot of people i think when i first started that sums remember the scottish ultra Marathon series i don't know if yeah. you saw. yeah so that that there was it. You do your first race, you get put on the kind of like the list of people where you where you come. Do a second race, you move up quite quickly. So that there's kind of what got me hooked in the longer runs. But yeah, the D30s, yes, it's, it's it's worked out really well for a lot of people because it's slightly longer than marathon. It's flat. It's an out and back. You know what I mean? I think I think the terminology. You know, if you get halfway and you can't make it, get the bus home or something. It's like all these wee things. Was just really quirky rather than. Rock up the Edinburgh Marathon and getting overtaken by twenty thousand people. I don't Spider Man? No crack. <laughs>
0: I've still got my I've still got my T shirt from the when I did the D thirty three on the back of it. It's got do epic shit. I thought MD that puts the word shit on a T shirt. That that'll do for me. You've you've also you mentioned Dave Mike Raffin. Who did you meet Mike? How did that come about?
2: I I don't actually know. I think I bumped into a few runners from Stonehaven. I think he was out one day and I just get kind of get running with him. And we're kind of, I think we're talking. He was training for a big long race, and he he said running with me, he'll fit into his training because it was a uh, running slow. <laughs> I think that was his kind of first bit of chat with me, which made me feel amazing. But I uh, yeah. just I'm not there. Like I say, you just bump into him through races, and on Facebook with races he was doing, I followed him for a fair bit. But yeah, he's some some character, like that's one
0: way to describe him. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> and he he supplied me with a, a wee jar of homemade sweet chili jam at the acp which makes him into some kind of well he's up there and he's he's on a different level to everybody else for, for
2: that oh, act alone yeah.
0: he's a friend of a friend of the show
2: steven he, he helped me out as well at one of the glenmore 24s by just bullying me for about an hour to continue <laughs> doing small loops absolutely no uh no chill whatsoever he knows
0: the crack he certainly does you know though, my, my... It's turned to the Mike Raffin show, but you know what, he, he is there though, you see him at events, supporting people too, he gives a lot back to the running community as well, doesn't he, he was doing it at the ACP in Perth um, this year, he was down supporting people down there as well, so he, he does, he, he gives a lot back, and I think that community, that D33 we've just, that we just spoke about, there's a lot of people you'll see at that event too, that you'll see at regular places across running events in Scotland as well, isn't there Dave?
2: Uh, yeah, pretty much every every event you were going to before COVID, you 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 were guaranteed to know like loads of people. It was a same kind of, I wouldn't say small group because it was quite big, but it was just just a lot of people doing it.
0: What's your, if you had to put, you mentioned a lot of distances, but you said you preferred the longer, the endurance, the stuff with food at them. What yeah. would you say? Where's your favourite place to run?
2: Favorite? I, I don't really know. I don't I don't really. I don't really care as long as I get out. I, was that, I I kind of a wee bit jealous of all these people who say they love, love running the hills and they love running trails and they couldn't run on road and that. I, I just don't see it that way. I, if my week's planned, then what I'm going to do, how many ma- how many miles or whatever efforts I'm doing, I can just get it done. I can quite easily just go down to Duthie Park. It's a kilometre. I can quite easily go down there and do 60k rather than run to the hills for 60k. It doesn't, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't put me up or down kind of seeing things because my head's other places cool
1: no, that's great so, yeah that's quite an interesting take on it it's almost like it's the act of running that is the thing for you rather than the location
2: yeah, yeah completely and you, you hear like some of the 24 hours i've done up in round tracks or even down perth for the acp but how, how can you do it it's like it's absolutely godsend it's like 400 meters away from the toilet 400 meters away from food It's <laughs> No, no thinking needed. You can just turn off and get and get get what you need to done. So.
0: Sorry, I need to go back a wee bit. I said I would a wee mention about that the cruciate and that injury. A couple of things on that, and if you're happy to share it, Dave, yeah. how did that? How did that feel like emotionally when that happened? Because that's quite a serious injury. How did that? How did that feel at the time?
2: Uh. I'd never thought about that, mate. I I knew I had, well, I didn't have to give up football. I just just couldn't play anymore because I kept on collapsing. Because I didn't find out it was a crucial issue for about, I think it was about 18 months. And I fell fell down some steps, was taken in because it was a, a bit of an incident in work when I was in the Air Force. I was taken into the hospital to get an MRI and I found out it was kind of gone and the cartilage was in a bad state. But yeah, it'd be completely different. Now I've been injured injured probably two or three times properly in the last kind of ten years we're running, and not that, that's completely different. That De- dev- I'm devastated if if it's to take time off.
0: Yeah, get that. And recovery then from the cushion to when you could run pain free, if there is a, such a thing. How 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 long was that? Ah,
2: uh, I'd. After the operation, I was uh, three months off, then I went down to a place called Headley Court. The Air Force sent me down there. It was like a month's kind of full training, eight hours a day for a month. So I got back on my feet quite quickly, but I was uh I was just really worried on it. So I, I didn't go back to football, played a bit of badminton, a bit of squash. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't feel comfortable. And I didn't probably run for about five or it was probably quite a while, five or six years after that there before yeah. I started proper running. I tell you though, man. Badminton and squash,
0: they're quite challenging sports as well with that movement.
2: Yeah. But it was much more more controlled. There's no fifty fifties in squash.
0: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But then so did the RAF then did they give you full physio recovery? Is that what you were saying?
2: Yes. Is that uh, it was Ace Man. It was probably yeah. the probably leanest and fittest I've ever been. It was a month down there then back back up in Kinloss of for six months, then back down to Edinburgh. For another month of like eight hours a day just basically training strengthening the legs strengthening core really really good a
1: full-time yeah. athlete
2: oh oh man I'd, I'd, I'd chump at the bit to get get there now like it be yes but this is when i wasn't overly fussed i just wanted to get back kind of playing sport again
0: cool so just happy to run anywhere just love running
2: yeah mate, uh, yeah like down by the river it's pretty pretty cool in, in Aberdeen but down by the beach alright. but it's windy but I, yeah it doesn't put me up or down I just hate running the first probably mile from the house it just makes oh, me right. sick now
1: <laughs> I know what you mean I want to pick up something you said you said you didn't mind running anywhere run wee loops tracks whatever but you said you're devastated if you, you hate to take time off like I when you were you've had wee injury issues or something like that when you say you're devastated that you need to take time off is that because a loss of fitness of where you are in your sort of training block or is it just because a loss of the sort of magnetics thing of running
2: i think it's a lot of things especially like i would say probably in the last four to five years when i've been taking more serious, it more it, seriously it takes a long time to get fit and it takes next to no time to get hurt to, to lose it another part just from, from a head point of view it's yeah. It's just complete routine now so if i have to drive into work that's just like throws my head out it's it it doesn't it doesn't feel right gonna out, going out at weekends not absolutely buckled on a saturday night after doing a long run uh yeah just 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 quite, quite a few things it just doesn't feel right but i generally found other things like if i'm not running i've got a row machine in the garage now i can quite easily do 60, 60 miles a week in the rowing machine and, and get to the same level of fitness as running but again, it's not. It's a fitness thing. It's food. It's, it's so many things. I'm an absolute yeah. pig. If I if I didn't train, I'd be in I'd be in a bad state now. So, it's, <laughs> it's, it's off set, off but,
1: well, you say that, but if you didn't train and you were in a bad state, would would you then be more in control of your diet? Do you know, but oh. your <laughs> calorie intake, or you would just be like.
2: I I, ju- I would t- I would have to find something else, and I need something to keep my head busy. So, and nice. hopefully, it wouldn't be work. But I don't know what else it would be. Oh yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, like Can model I... aircraft, building them or something like that. You know, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm a stress monkey as it is, man. There's no danger. <laughs> doing, no danger of me doing models.
0: <laughs> See, oh. you you're saying there about that headspace and that mental thing, and maybe it's joy that running brings you. What do you? for people listening in and I I think a lot of people get that escape almost from what we would call normal life when you can get away and get some miles in and just being outside is that something you you would say that I'm not saying you're addicted to it Dave but is it something that you it's a big void if you don't get that
2: yeah yeah definitely I I remember first few times I run well not first, first few times when I started to run a bit longer and have dedicated training so it, it takes you a while to get get into that place where you're not kind of like checking on your breathing, checking on your arms, checking on how you're running, you know, making sure you're fueling. It's, yeah, now it takes longer to get in that space where kind of, I don't kind of think, I and mean, no, do you know what I mean? You're just kind yeah. of head somewhere else, but you're not overly concentrating on things. And that's a bit of like, it's uh, trying to trying to get there. It just takes longer now especially like like i'll I'll probably keep on moaning about this but about stressful work it takes longer for me to run that off like i I, I run home from work it's 11k i can still be getting home 50 odd minutes later still going through stuff in my head and i don't like that
1: Mm. yeah processing
2: yeah but again saturday runs are good for that there get get your shells on get other podcasts and music on it doesn't take long to get away from that there so it's good
1: well, I'm glad to. I'm. I am do not know if it's like <laughs> what other podcasts are these. <laughs> Let's go back to the start hour ones again. No, I, I guess I guess. Um, See, when you say that you're, well, I'll just ask a question. What, what, what's your weekly mileage average in it, or I know a web and flow, but uh, it,
2: it, it's it's down. I think it's down to probably about 130ish k now. I was before before lockdown. Uh, it was probably between 160 and 200 Ks a week it was doing. Then for like prior to 24 hours. is it would get a couple of couple of weeks with like 220, 230 in. No structure. Well, sorry, loads of structure. It was run in and out of work, run, of work, run at lunch times, longish run on a Saturday and a normal kind of 12 K on a Sunday. But it, I, I hooked up with Paul Giblin. was at start of, no, probably middle of 2020. So I get a bit more different structure in that there. Uh, rather than just doing like i'd done those sessions before they they just kind of make me sick and it's too much stress trying to work out what to do and i I, I took it away from just going out for a jog and the geez i'm gonna have to think about this and set my watch which i didn't like doing then but
1: yeah it took some of the enjoyment and reasons that you run away yeah, same.
2: and I, th- I think where I've come from as well, if, if I'd done okay in a race, it would be an excuse in my head why I wasn't doing better because I didn't do structured training, if that makes sense. So, you know, yes. I, I think that's been a bit of part of me up until about 2018 I was just making excuses for things why I could have been better but wasn't. Yeah. You know, it's quite
0: um, interesting, it definitely is. And just for our listeners who listen and also measure things in miles, 130k is about 80 miles week yeah yeah, because Stephen says it well ebb ebb and flow but I'm also interested too I never one of the questions I've written down is do you have a coach I never I wasn't aware that um you've worked you've worked with Paul Giblin um but I think too Stephen will be able to relate to this the potential is there but having a coach just gives you that structure doesn't it and I don't know if it's accountability or it's taking pressure away from you you just got to Obviously yeah, has got to but you follow what's put in front of you
2: No, that that work that works really easy for me like like a max air force i i don't mind just getting told what to do it's it's really easy head off legs on that's that's the way i see it if he wants to do this just set my watch up if we're doing these uh, kind of the rap sessions as long as i was hitting them but I, the thing is for me it's i would still do them and i can still do them now there's no issues in that there but it's because you're because do, you're doing it for someone else it's like my head there was someone on my shoulder watching me doing this so i couldn't ease off if anything would push a wee bit harder as you, as you kind of would but i think for me in 2019 it a really good race the 24-hour race and i sat down thinking how can i get better and going by my logic was i've ramped up the miles every year since probably the last four or five years i would have to do like 200 k weeks or 250k weeks to get that extra distance in 24 and that that's just ridiculous it was it was, it was hurting bad at the start of start of lockdown. That was my kind of mentality. It was, I'm going to train harder than everyone else. So when lockdown or whatever this COVID thing is finishes in a few weeks' time, I'm going to be basing it. <laughs> Q1 month later, my niggles turned into super bad niggles, turned into probably the injury word. <laughs> so at a wee break, and that that's when I kind of had advice from someone to go and see about getting a coach to get that kind of structure that churning out loads of kind of five-minute kilometres isn't going to benefit me in the long run. If you want to run when you're older, you, you want to get some structure and reduce that kind of uh, impact on your body. So that works quite so
1: When you say before Paul Giblin, was it really just volume was your main thing was that what you
2: yeah were? Well, the, the only time i'd do faster stuff if I, I bumped into someone when i was out running and they were running faster than me i would go out and go with them i used to go to the metro, metro i used to go to a few of their sessions but it just makes it it's it's like if i had a session on a tuesday night i'd be like my belly would be all over the place on monday it'd like pre-race nerves Still <laughs> it's, i even with sessions I, 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 I create my own sessions during the week when I know where's a tough one coming up, two days before that's me. My head's all over the place, right? Because I know it's going to destroy me when I'm doing the doing the session.
0: So how how do you how do you manage that?
2: Just get get it done. I've I've, I've got that. I know you were talking about this last week, training peaks, but I I got the subscription for that so I, I just plan my my training. I throw blocks of training in two or three months in advance. Every Sunday night, it's bath out of the bath some motivational pish on youtube sit down and look at my, the next week's plan around my diary and just make sure i can get all the runs in need to get in i kind of know what training scores work for me i know what training scores where i'm virtually going to get broken which is where we're about to am now so i just tweak them uh on, on what i want what i want to do that following week and what kind of scores i need so it works quite well so
1: are you are you self-coaching now?
2: yeah i yeah sorry i think it was a paul probably for about four months got you up until i done i think it was a race in verona in 20 I think it was 2020 and that was shocking absolutely bad <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm absolutely disgusting myself for, for even going out there because COVID was bad loads of things weren't good and i i go off for a week in verona and do about 50k in a 24 hours. race <laughs> <laughs> the race director because you know, they knew it was coming across and the boy you get the, you get there and I see him he's hugging you and this is Dave from Scotland and oh man, it's not, not actually Scotland it's Northern Ireland but okay where's your flag and the had a wee Scotland flag for me and they put me at the, the first kind of aid station piece everything they're kind of done for is now hobble off at 50k or whatever the distance was uh, get back to the hotel bent over running and stuff shoes t-shirt a lot. my dad ramondari ripped up thrown in the bin oh I was getting oh. proper, proper, proper like tantrum. So I don't want to go through that again. Oh, okay. Uh, See,
0: on that, I've got to, I've got to ask the question well, it's hot topic. How did you how did you process that? How did you recover for that in your head?
2: Sulked for quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And that I met Sarah Sawyer was there as well, so she was running in the same race and she finished just before me. And that was again another one of my excuses. For, for the syrup finish and i was on my own but hardly anyone spoke english here so it was kind of difficult to kind of have conversations to take my head off of but it did take quite a while i, I remember getting back because they, they give you a box instead of a goodie bag it was a goodie box of like like two kilograms of pasta loads of tomatoes it's mental what they give you it was like a weekly shop they give us out there there's a bottle of red wine i remember sitting in the in the shower crying with a bottle of red wine <laughs> get out and a message Paul and, and I hope he doesn't make me say this but just said to me, look, I'm going to have to have a break from all this here. Uh, too too much stress and putting on myself. Uh, I couldn't even ring him to kind of tell him the way normal people should be talking but I was devastated.
0: Yeah, get that, man. Totally get that. And then was that the right decision? For, obviously that was the right decision for you to make. You come back. to uh, Did you take a wee break then?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I I think it was hip, hip and knee problems. I was having and only got these probably about a month before the race. Happened quite late on, so I just uh, get back and the, there's a physio in Aberdeen, James Crookshank. who go to so he's my good excuse me uh, head person. So went and got, had a good chat with him and kind of re kind of focused my training. Not I wouldn't say run walk, but I, I took it back about ten notches uh, yeah. just to try and build up again. Yeah, I, I
1: get all that. I can completely relate to although no at the same level as you are at dave But i, I get what you're saying That you just sounded sc- scunnered stuff this that, um, yeah. and you needed to refine the love so to speak
2: yeah. and i remember going on facebook and putting some sh- shoddy post apologizing to everyone and it's things like that oh, make me sick it's like why well, was looking back now why would i would even say that no one cared people are down of covid and there's me like <laughs> no, <know>, gallivanting across <laughs> across <laughs> Europe. So,
1: well, I think that's that guilt. Then you know, and you, you've been given this time by your family and support. I'm sure and things like that. And it's almost like ah, kind of let let people down and and stuff like that. But well, it sounds
0: like you've you've sorted sorted shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I tell you what else as well, man. You. You, we've some not just you, Dave, us as human beings, we've sometimes got to break before we can be good again, you know? And I'm I'm sure you've taken a lot of a lot of learning from that. You know, that um we've sometimes got to these the depths before we can yeah rise again, man. And you've certainly done that with, with aplomb. Oh, a plum. Out of First time I've used a poem, I think, on the yep. podcast. So there we go, 92 yep. episodes in. A poem, bounce-back ability, you're right, Stephen. That's exactly what it is. So you know what? Let's, thank you for sharing that, but let's turn this shit into some positivity here, man. right. It? Let's whip <laughs> that, mother. So you're, you certainly run at the, the sharp end of races. You know, your, um, your list of running achievements is quite spectacular. And in there, that's one of the reasons I asked you earlier on about your favourite place to run, because you've run in some fantastic places, not just in Scotland, but in England and also abroad as well. So, and you also, you're into this 24-hour last one standing Uh, carry-on. So, so, there's a whole load of stuff I've just mentioned there, right? When did it become, when did it land with you? I could do this.
2: This is what I really
0: enjoy.
2: Yeah, I, all that stuff you're saying, John. I, 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 I don't see me like that. I like, I see. I, I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way, but like average, lucky, average, get overachiever. I just go out and run a lot of my training's five minute kilometers, just doing multiple, multiple small runs. So I think I probably normalised it over the last few years, but I, I don't see myself like that. I still see mid, mid pack lucky overachiever i'll do well if kind of decent names aren't there and if things go right on the day but i think a lot of my races things have went right apart from Aye. 2017 west highland way and that race in verona all the other ones have seemed to worked for me
0: yeah okay i i take that on board i totally take what take on both what you're saying i think you're coming across quite humble but, he's taken it um, on board but he's not believing you i can tell by the look in his face but that's cool man no, that's he's not. He's believing
1: you. Sorry, that's the wrong way to put it. I'm not sure that you're agreeing with Dave. About,
0: no, because I think I'm an overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> but so you yeah, know what? It's all, if it's looking, all relative. If, if you're looking for an average joke, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You know what, though? It's all, it's all relative because <laughs> we're all, <laughs> we're all, we're all, we're all each not... other's big yeah. judge, aren't we? You know, we all judge ourselves. And that's what... I think and it's also one of the big things and I'm sure we'll speak about this quite a quite a lot, it's about how we are with other people. And one of the big things that's come across from a number of people, Dave, that um, from a recent experience at the Anglo Celtic plate is how you come across. And it's that if me, if you try to get me going once it was half a dozen times every it was almost like you were hiding behind the tree waiting for me coming through that <laughs> that's the,
2: the reason i'm on this made to have a chat with you because
0: you can't okay but and i think that is the key to it's no it's it's running is important but it's who you are as a person that's even more important than that and i think that that come across as i say spoke to loads of people after that gathering of awesomeness and the amount of people that said Dave Andrews, what a guy. How you how we can run as fast as that and talk at the same time is quite phenomenal cause you 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 do like to talk as well. Um <laughs> But it's funny 'cause you you made a comment earlier around
1: the about the marathon experience and everybody taking it right seriously and almost racing and having their blinkers on a wee bit eh, so you didn't get a bit of the crack with people. i know no personal experience and also know talking to the people who were Many people that I know who were running at the North Inch. When was that? At the start of April. Third uh, April. Yeah. How um, how much they appreciated a bit of crack with you and getting g'd up for them and um, and and stuff. In fact, we had a um, there's a lad who runs with us in Auchterarder, Frank McGaffney. He's actually been on the podcast before. Um, Frank had I'd let Frank know that you were coming on the show. Um, and he messaged me on, on WhatsApp saying that he wanted me to pass on his thanks to you for oh, kind of getting him through some yeah. of the, the the darker moments. And he also said um, he's doing the Cataran 50. I think it's like a week we on that. This, this weekend is it this weekend? Yeah. And he he's been up rocky in the route. Brilliant. And he's doing he's doing really well. But he's really struggling with coping in the pain cave and he asked me to ask you what's your coping mechanisms for when it's in the pain cave and I felt like saying I think it's speaking to people like you Frank but
2: <laughs> no that's no, not that it is, it is one of I mean it was 2019 I was and again oh, my whole 2019 was going going to Albi in October the race in the, race in the world of Champs. I pretty much got in touch with everyone I know who run ultras and James Stewart gave me give me really good advice and he was about, you no, know, if you're motivating other people that kind of, you know, you, you get motivated yourself, but you can't be false. And it's, it's kind of, it's definitely stuck, stuck me from them. I always have kind of been quite talkative, but you do feed off other people. There's a couple of people I remember talking to apart from John saying, you "No, know, do 200 steps for me, do 20 steps for me. And just getting them moving, it it took me away from where my pain was for 20 steps or 200 steps, you know. So yeah, I, love I it. think that works real, really well, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think there's that unwritten rule about it's okay to use somebody or be used, you know. And like I've ran races where I didn't want to speak to anybody. Okay. But <laughs> because I'm suffering, and I've ran other races where I'm suffering, but I want to speak to somebody. And sometimes somebody draws alongside you, and they're like a little guardian angel for, you know, a mile, five miles, sometimes for the rest of the race. Um, and and I think it's that little thing, you you get a real quick inkling to say that person isn't really in the mood for a chat. I'll I'll find somebody else. But he
2: hasn't turned the F off yet, so I'm still going to chat to them.
1: <laughs> exactly that. But I think it's that sort of reciprocation of that as well, that sometimes you're the person who needs the chat and other times you're the person
0: doing the chat. Does that yeah. makes have I just have I made sense at all there, John? you'll tell me 100 definitely but i think that there's also it's like there's a connection something mm. happens and you know what it might be like laps of the inch it might happen on lap 12 but lap 18 you're off you know what i mean but <laughs> there's, there's a connection at a time and it works for both of you and i yeah. think you just recognize that you know yeah. and certainly yeah. with, with these laps thing. It's quite interesting. You mentioned, just when you mentioned in pain cave, there, I listened to another podcast. There's me talking about other podcasts. <laughs> this, is un- this is unusual for us. Um, and it was Courtney DeWalter was talking about the pain cave and how she, how she used to not cope with it. But what she did was she flipped that in her head and she actually runs to seek the pain cave. She wants to be in the pain cave. So she charges to get there. She's just yeah. turned that around as a positive and she knows it's coming and she's going to like, come on then. What you got. So she's doing that. And and there's always the Don Ritchie method. Just run harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtney right. DeValta, that's her destination, is the painkiller. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Ah, there you go. Tell you what what podcast? Frank was that? McCaffney and Glenn Shee at the weekend, man. <laughs> what, what podcast was that? Just to give them a shout out. Um, I think it might
2: have been Rich Roll. Uh, Joe Rogan, she was on talking about it there as well. Yeah. Okay. I mean, give them, you and them a shout, we'll get Courtney on here. <laughs> enough. You'd, be, you'd, be, you'd be disgusted if you'd done an ultra leg and you didn't get into that place where everything's crap so you can come out and everything's a wee bit rosier. Exactly, yeah.
0: that's what you pay your money
1: for. You yeah, feel yeah. Like shit. And the pizza tastes even better and the beer tastes better and all yeah. of these good things. So I want to take you back to we, we've spoken about a wee bit about your low light race in Verona. Yeah, which soon did, like, yeah, yeah, murder. But you also mentioned a race in France, which I think went a wee bit better in Albi.
2: 2019, I went out there. That, it was a 24-hour world champ, so I went out in the solo race. Yeah, it just, it just worked. Everything kind of kind of went really well. Chris Richardson, he was out crewing for us. It's the first time I've, I think I've been, apart from West Highland Way, properly crewed. And that, that worked really well. But, yeah, it was just the ace running with, like, not that it was allowed to run with the GB team or the Irish team, you weren't you weren't allowed to do that in case you were, in case you were like gas uh, supporting them. But just like oh, yeah. being on the course with Emmons, your woman Camille Haram was there, absolute beast, you know, just nuts all Emmons. The amount of times I get lapped, but it was I was in awe <laughs> of getting lapped, like, aha uh-huh. absolutely brilliant, and, yeah. But and that pretty- wasn't
1: on a track, was that on a like a, a like a, the
2: North Inch kind of yeah it was a bit around the track from memory. then it was it it was a, around the back of the stand there was it was a couple of kind of twisty turny bits but come up was a 1.6k or something so it wasn't massive massive but it was yeah big enough
1: 235 kilometers covered sorry 235.188 because so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that 188 meters is important um yeah. as we know
2: Nothing. Just everything just seemed to work. Food worked. uh yeah. Trainers worked. Kit worked. Everything. Everything went well. but that, that's my worry. That that was kind of lucky. That's that's when I, I need to go back and see if I can do something similar. If not, that'll be that'll be it. Okay, we'll get to that can, later.
0: Can yeah. I just say again? Two hundred thirty-five kilometers is one hundred forty-six miles. Just for those who measure things in miles. So. 24 hours, 146 miles. That's some shift, man. Absolutely fantastic.
1: Sorry, Stephen. No, no, John, you go, because I'm on way to jump to something else.
0: Oh, so was I. So was All I. All right. Oh, you How's go been? first, then. Right. I am want to speak. We've had a number of international athletes on the show who have represented their country. And I want to speak to Dave, and I want to ask Dave about how it came about to run for Northern Ireland. Um, let's do that first of all. Actually, how did that come about, Dave? I, th-
2: I think I done Belfast 24, and there was a few boys I run with said about the mention Anglo Celtic. Played, I knew nothing about it. Probably 2019, I think it was, and they told me what the qualification kind of time was. And I think, I think for Northern Ireland, it was nine hours to do a hundred k. I think, and I've never run that before. But uh, but I think in be I think I done nine fifteen or something. It was fifteen minutes off it. For twenty twenty, just fired my name down and got selected. I, th- I think it was cancelled because of COVID. Then got selected again. We went to Ireland. That was that. That was the first time I run for them. Then this year at sunny Sunny amazing in Perth. So, ah, awesome!
0: So first time you ran for Ireland. What was that? The one round the racing track.
2: Yeah, Mondello Park.
0: Mondello Park. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. So. <laughs> yeah. We can speak about the run in a minute but how did how did that feel being selected and and then the other bit when you actually got your hands on the actual physical vest how what was that like
2: that oh, was class man because we we all get phone calls of who got in and who didn't get in for for, for man, man, mandalo uh so obviously chuffed the bits family chuffed the bits So you know, I, I played some schoolboy football but never appreciated playing for my country when i was like under 12 under 13 but getting as like a, a proper grown up. I, I shouldn't be getting vests at 46. That should be all these young lads coming through. So I'm completely chuffed with that. Uh, getting the vest, I think I get the vest about an hour before the race for memory. Like, don't try any new kit on, on race day. <laughs> brand new <laughs> <shrinking> shorts, <laughs> brand new top. Uh, but yeah, absolutely amazing. And I spilled beetroot juice over it after about 15 minutes. You <laughs> 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 not give but me that, a sack one.
0: <laughs> but your, your chest must have been swelling with pride, though, pulling that over your head, eh?
2: Oh, man, so, yeah. Especially because the year before, I think it was cancelled, I thought that would have been kind of... There's, there's a lot of better runners back home than me. They're just into different things, into hills and other bits and pieces. I think there's a couple of ETMB type races on the same weekend or week after, or week before ACP, so they chose to do that, which I'm chuffed with, because that means I got the best.
0: Awesome. I think you've done your country proud as well, man. Fair play to you. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah, well, two 2 Anglo-Celtic plates in the space of, what, like nine
1: months?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, so- amazing. Have you seen it? Obviously, you have. each chuffed to bits.
0: I know. It's great. But but as I say, we've had a number of international athletes that have represented their country in- that that pride that they feel at being selected to to do exactly that to pull that vest on it's just awesome it's just a great thing to do is well you're being you're being capped for your country aren't you you know yeah, yeah. so you should be it's taking a of there your your family your town whatever whatever it is it's just brilliant where's your vests now dave
1: that's too, <laughs> personal, too personal a question
2: no, no, no. It's it's uh it it's in the in the vest box. Oh, <laughs> just to... <laughs> I'm supposed I'm supposed to right, I'm supposed to get a frame from my mum. Uh, uh I'm I'm keeping it 'cause I don't think they'll give me another one. So if it gets selected next year I'll have to I'll have oh, to get rid of the frame. So I don't want to put it away too too soon. Oh uh, man,
1: I'd I'd be out wearing it just on an Oh yeah, right? I,
2: st- I still wear it, mum. I was right, going, right. I was gonna have it on tonight, don't you? You'd rip the pish out of me <laughs> No man, I would have had it on like w- well, most ready It's after a few beers, me tell my missus talking her through every lap of Perth. <laughs> and this boy John just kept on hiding in the toilets every time I seen him.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic, man. No,
1: it was a good it was a good day out for the Northern Irish team as well in Perth and is yeah. it was it Gareth who, yeah, who did it Jesus, accept
2: et He's immense, I. He's on he's, run, state, he's, running, for, he's right. running for GB. He gets selected for a GB 100k squad. So, I uh, su- such, such a nice person, and he's he's uh, super super humble. There's no way I could, I could not be like egoed up if I was doing what he was doing. But I, I think he's only took run up recently. He showed really? his pictures of himself. I, I I don't know Facebook like, but it, he showed pictures of himself. He's this week kind of kind of heavier kid, and he started getting into no carbs. Stopped eating carbs on this no fat kind of diet. Done all his training at low heart rate. He just says his recovery times immense, and and you seen what he done at uh, Perth and how easy he makes it look. He's just running fast, but just moving so fluid.
1: Yeah, he was impressive. I, I must say, um, especially at the business end of the race, he was just you know where others were maybe starting to look like they were flag flagging. He
2: was. He done done the same at Montello. Just just cruise through. Just took took loads of people in the last couple of hours. Brilliant.
1: Well done, Gareth. If you're if you're listening, send it on to him. <laughs> but yeah, it was great to see such a good representation from all um, the the nations at, at Perth. It was it, it really made it quite the occasion. And yeah, hopefully next year's wherever
2: may that be held. Northern Ireland, is it? Yep. That an
0: exclusive.
2: exclusive. Hey, Gloria, yeah, I can say it's exclusive if you haven't heard it yet. Yeah, I think we found out about two or three. Well, it was just after Perth we found out because uh, we're in Witherspoon's off, after the race and we're discussing where it could be held in Northern Ireland. <laughs> so hopefully Brilliant. we're in Belfast. But
0: Get the Stena line book, John. We're going. Definitely, uh, man. We, we might even fly. We might even fly or Stevie Boy. <laughs> nah, well, no, we can't I'm do like... that now because we're I'm environmentally like... friendly. We can't do I'm that. Like... I'm like
1: Dennis Bergkamp, you hate put me on a bus and a train. <laughs> <laughs> <Dennis> <laughs> in a
2: Bergkamp. ferry. <laughs> of you?
1: couldn't fly anywhere, man. They used to hate you, put me in a taxi from London to wherever they were playing in Europe.
2: If you
0: finish playing on the Sunday night, get him in a car and then the Channel Tunnel, <laughs> where you go. For, for man.
2: training on Wednesday.
0: See <laughs> 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 you in Madrid uh, on Wednesday, mate. Anyway, sorry, I digress. We've mentioned food a couple of times, but never quite got into it. Sorry, you got another question about the Anglo-Celtic plate, Stephen.
1: No, I'm still on race highs,
0: and, and you're just glossing over like a 70-hour something West Highland way. I'm no glossing over it, man, but, you know, well, let's go do that, do that, and I'll come back with the food bit in a minute.
1: Aye, well, let's do that, and then we can get on to the real reason that we're here, food. <laughs> right? So, yeah, a couple of bashes at the West Highland way race, Dave. Aye. One went not so good and one went really good
2: 17 was pish mate oh, my only memory of 17 is walking the whole way I, I can't remember running once I had a hit niggle about 10 mile in which kind of threw me I've never really had that before and the rest of it it was, it was walking with people and I remember I remember someone said he was going to walk off and I was going to walk off with him because for some mad reason but then it continued going I met, met McCrew I think it was Bridge of Orca eh? I remember saying Do you just want to sack us, yes, and we'll head up to Fort William for a night out I remember and thinking both of them were just down for a beer and they would easily buy in, but they didn't. And I think there was some girl as well, just, do you know what, was it the Cow Shit Lane or whatever on the the fling Cape bit? Cooper you know? Alley. And, alley. I remember before that, as we river crossing, there was some girl who was walking completely lost, nearly fell in the river. She didn't eat enough. So I remember standing on the road about half an hour with her, waiting on her crew coming to pick her up. And again I was so tempted to get in the car and just just sack it. But yeah, that was, was pretty hunking. it the whole the whole second half. I didn't know anything about the devil. I thought Connec Hill was the only hill in the whole West Highland way until it, I got the Devil's Staircase. I knew it was gonna be pretty high and but all the rest of the roller coaster stuff I knew nothing about it. I just had distances and, and things written on my on my hand. Uh That's pretty. Nice. Hunking. 2, so
1: yeah, good recce for, for the year after.
2: Yeah, my head was just do it under 20 hours and I don't need to do it. It's a tick in the box uh, on 17th on and it didn't happen. So I applied applied to get back in. I think I missed missed it twice. Then I got, I think it was about January. I think Ian or one of the team calls and said there's a slot come up. Yeah, but didn't didn't overly train in the hills for it. Uh, it just, okay. just seemed to work on the day. I think I got up around about Devil's staircase and I remember some woman saying I was coming third and that was kind of my head mantra the whole way. I was like, holy, holy shit. I'm third. all was like, no one overtake me. I just don't have to slow down. And I seen someone else, he said it was fourth. I was like, I'm still happy with fourth. Then probably a few hours later, some some woman was saying it was second. So I knew it was kind of up there and that was it, just just kind of man up or boy up to to get to the end. Yeah, but Last day of
0: 2017. Did you finish 2017?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, oh. 20 hours 50, I think, or something. Yeah, 21 hours. So you must walk fast. <laughs> I'll tell you that.
0: Can that's I? That's
2: can that's I just it. say? It's like one I of those
1: speedwalkers in the Olympics.
2: I've oh, seen yeah. so, so yeah. I seen rob sinclair at the end in 17, and it was saying to me, "Jesus, that that rain at Glen cole was mental it's the strongest rain I've been in." And he said he only seen the sun the whole way because he <laughs> finished like six hours or something in front of us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what though. I'm interested to know. You've described a couple of times you felt like just saying sack it. What, what kept you going?
2: Yeah, I don't know in seventeen. It just, it, yeah, just everything seemed wrong because, cause I it didn't feel like could run enough because of the, that that hip thing. Yeah, <coughs> the crew wouldn't take me, take me, <laughs> take me back. So, yeah, and once, once you get onto them big backstreet the kind of you know, the kind of out there bits, there's nowhere to go. It's either Sit down or... Yeah, yeah. You've got
0: to go forward, man, haven't you? got to yeah. go forward. Yeah.
2: And you and know what?
0: Crews can, can be tough buggers as well, can they? Show you some tough love out there.
2: Yeah, I was an absolute because both of them like a beer and I thought, happy days. This is my easy way out. And I can blame them for talking in it. They're, they're supposed to not talk into it, and they didn't, and I was raging. <laughs> because <Absolutely. laughs> all I had in my head was like 36-hour finish. I'm not even going to make this. I could go know, with the pain. <laughs> But it eased off after a bit, I suppose, when there there was nothing else to do in the end.
1: You hit the blend when everything just blended into a mixture of pain and suffering and head loss. (laughs) But in 2018, Um, John was on the route sweeping behind you, picking up (laughs) all your port-by (laughs) wrappers.
0: Sweeping the buffet table.
2: (laughs) 2018 was yes and again i don't really know what happened it just seemed to all kind of work it's pretty soon talking to people pretty much the whole way through well
1: 17 hours 37 um is a a standout time for, for anybody on that yeah just put 96 miles odd so yeah don't don't gloss it over too much just as um no, it no. just clicked it must have been a lot of hard and endeavor went into that
0: just just on that, you know, we're only, what, six six weeks away from the 2022 West Highland Way race. Um, what would you, for people doing it the first time, Dave, any tips you would give
2: them? Uh, first time is probably just go out and try and enjoy it a bit. I know it, it seems hard to say, but I, I was talking to a girl in worked today and she's done it in five days with her mom. You no know, like a lot of people do it in the hike, talking about all these places. I couldn't even tell you the checkpoints. I know it's 96 mile. I've probably got a photograph of my hand with all the, t- the toilet stops and water stops. Apart from that, I, I took none of it in. Same as most of the ultras I've done and probably yourselves, but I, I don't see anything. It's generally head down and kind of moving, not appreciating it. So the first time, do what I done and kind of wrecky <laughs> it, then go back and and make 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 a better attempt if you want to do it that way. But yeah, okay. so much cool, yeah.
0: I think there are a lot of people for a lot of folk they may have done a bit of a recce, but it's totally different on race day because when you recce it, you're chunking it up, aren't you? You know, yeah. but you it's different. It's difficult sometimes to know how you're going to feel when you get to the sort of certainly when you get to that sort of Glencoe onwards type. Yeah. Take part of it so yeah enjoy it as best you can eat plenty as well um mm. which brings me is a wee kiddy on segway there brings me onto food
1: right <laughs> you um, got there eventually
0: yeah how how now two different types or most of different types of feeling going on let's talk about the anglo-celtic plate again what were you taking on board that day how were you fueling your run yeah. on the
2: north inch uh same as all my races i i generally gorge up before i eat those like chia charge bars and belveda any mm-hmm. anything they got it generally and porridge i'll stodge up before the race then generally an hour before the race I'll, I'll eat another couple of those chia charge things about 370 calories each massive then i'll have those belveda biscuits i think it's like four or five biscuits or two under calories, and just nibble on them in the way un, until I can't eat anymore. Then uh, so go on the, the, porridge, the porridge
0: biscuits, they're like uh, the breakfast biscuits. The the breakfast biscuits.
2: There's next; they're really light and they kind of melt in your mouth with with drink, so you don't have to think about that. The chocolate um, chip ones. Oh yeah, and any of them? Just they're really easy to digest. I have them on my long runs, so but stuff like that there I, I lose my appetite after four to four to six hours from like proper solid foods I'll, I'll just go and hit the gels I train my gels I have no no qualms about doing you know, some of my training sessions is six or seven gels an hour I can, I can easily do if I'm not running hard I wouldn't have done that at North Inch now I wouldn't be able to stomach it but 24 hour racing easily a gel every 10 minutes for yeah maybe not for the full race but if it was six or seven hours, I could easily easily get get through doing that there if I needed to. do you have
0: a preferred brand? We're cool. We're not sponsored by anybody. So do, do you have a preferred brand?
2: Whatever's cheapest. You can get those high high five ones for about thirty each. Well, I'm doing a, I'm doing a training and run the weekend. You're doing about fifteen gels. <laughs> it's a it's extortionate. So, but no, for 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 Anglo Celtic play, I did do something different. It was on those SIS beta gels. Yep. someone centers about the two the fructose and glucose there's two different kind of carbs and that there and they think you can digest them quicker you get more in but I, I, I was doing two two maybe three of them an hour at uh acp plus plus whatever drinks it was having so your mountain fuel or active route but i don't, I don't count the, the drinks as kind of carbs or calories it's kind of we
0: no so that's just like a wee top-up bonus you're getting
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as I as long as I'm getting two to three hundred calories an hour, I can, yeah. I, I know I've done that in twenty four races, so I know I can get through pretty much pretty much any race on that. For but sure. I try and I try and stodge up as much as I can because if you do lose that appetite, it's really difficult to get three three hundred calories. Now I could I could snort it in about two seconds. <laughs> yeah, and, and on on some races, you know what it's like trying to get like fifteen calories down. You doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, if you've got
2: something that works for you, then stick with it, eh? Yeah, Giles. But again, I would go out and practice them like the, the two or three weeks before a race day. I'll be taking them during the week in my kind of 10k, 15k runs. Mm-hmm. So just yeah. just use them, getting your belly used to them again. So I've no qualms. and I, I don't understand why people put all these kind of a lot of like heavy training miles and do, do a lot of training and run their shoes in and all this. But they don't seem to train the kind of those odd mini bits. You know, that is some people do, some people don't, but there's people I talk to and they they might have a, a few jails on their long run two weeks before their are kind of race and that, that doesn't make sense.
0: That's this golden nugget, man. That's train the, the gut. Train the gut, yeah. definitely, yeah. Because if you didn't train your gut, your guts are going to drop.
2: <laughs> yeah. and they're dropping anyway, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, on your point about
1: cheaper gels, I was just thinking. I like, fifteen of those Morton gels that I was using for the bloody boss. I was like, I'd be forty-five quid, <laughs> <laughs> Forty, forty-five quid to go for a long bloody Saturday morning run. Stuff that. would
2: be tra- training on the cheap gels, mate.
1: <laughs> and if there's any potential sponsors out there listening, sorry, um, Active Root is of course available.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> new flavours too. Yeah, flavours. And you see that their packaging's talking about mixing it with vodka. Not <laughs> running, but their their packaging's talking about you can mix their new flavours, nice with a dash of vodka, maybe for a summer punch. Summer Day punch, night. yeah, yeah. Anyway, we wow. digress. We digress. <laughs> That's an interesting but digression. I, I do think it is a very good tip for for Dave about. And you said as well, folk will try out their new kit or try out their new shoes or try out all that. But take some gels and you're running as well because you get your try stomach used to it. See how you feel. Try yeah. out your nut butter. No, nope. uh, definitely. Aye. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> West Highland Way, longer stuff like that, Dave. Is, is your fueling strategy the same?
2: Exactly. Exactly the same. Eat, eat solids till I can't eat solids, and just. Go under under the gels, and again, just a generally maybe a i room carrying uh, using the vest to be one water and one mixed active rate mountain field tailwind, whatever, whatever. Again, whatever's going cheapest, it's it, that doesn't bother us. Whatever's on special,
0: a man after our own heart, eh yellow sticker segment
2: it's, all, the, it's all yeah yeah I, t- I tell you what if some out-of-date gels and you get the you get the odd one that's kind of bad like those spring gels they i think i think they go off a few horrible ones of them where I've, I've finished and my stomach's been in absolute tatters so
1: it's, it's when you find one at the bottom of maybe your your running bag or you know, your backpack uh, <laughs> your race vest and you're like that against this i'll uh, do well, I tell you, my, my up,
0: wife rubbed off. <laughs> my wife just this week was clearing out a cupboard. Well, she, she said she was clearing out a cupboard, clearing my stuff out the cupboard. And there was a box with all these different things that I've picked up over the years and she said, Look at that, you can't put the end there out of date. So what do you mean it's out of date? It's got twenty nineteen on it. I said, That's all right. It's in a sealed packet, man. A packet that's, that's... of the cliff shop blocks, The ones you like, Stephen. What? A full hey. pack of it. Oh, They've got course. the ten year oh. date threshold on That's the Anyway, I digress again today. Yeah.
1: But okay, so we've spoken about the, the serious food stuff, fueling for races. Um then we've got the actual really serious food discussion. <laughs> the we believe sounds like it that Dave quite likes his scran. Is that fair to say? Oh yes. Just
2: I, I don't know. I'm just a pygmy. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it's one thing I like. I can control. I cannot run. I can control that because I won't do it. But I cannot control not eating. Like, <laughs> I don't So, so te- Tesco's came Tuesday night my Mrs. comes in and says, "Jesus, we've got a box of thirty Jaffa cakes instead of ten because you no, know, the the substitute stuff." And <laughs> a frenzy half an hour later, there's me in the sofa, liter of milk done, thirty Jaffa cakes. teeth disgusted, and I'm saying, well you shouldn't, shouldn't have bloody showed me them." <laughs> Don't don't keep biscuits, anything. They got toast as well. I'm just a toast monkey. So. Uh, brilliant. I don't want to be that way. But, sure, what's yeah. your
0: favourite spread on toast, though?
2: Again, it, it doesn't bother me, mate. Whatever's there. I would it's say
0: authentic.
2: chunky oh. peanut butter, but only it's a nightmare to spread. Can okay, Imagine
0: so. the three of us sharing a flat, man. it will be oh. unbelievable. Oh. We're, John
1: and I are quite similar in terms of volume over quality
2: oh yeah yeah that, that's it <laughs> <laughs>
1: like who cares that pizza's really pretty shit but actually it's huge <laughs> that wins. <laughs> or like massive bowl of, you know the, the the really plasticky pasta and um, macaroni cheese that you get kind of like macintoshes yeah. for you get the huge one that's meant for a family of for <laughs> and then you I see think. it, you see it in the Tesco reduced bit where anyway. yellow yeah, sticker on it, again seventy five p instead of thirty four quid. You're like, I'll do That'll do me for a few nights. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whump. <Yeah>. I
2: <It's> always told <laughs> cool never, never to leave stuff on your plate, and you never know when your last meal is. So, exactly. Yeah, just, just in case. See
0: on the jaffa cake thing, right? I don't. Is it Christmas or Easter or something? But the day. I oh, can meet care. a long, meet You're a long care. thing of Jaffa Cakes. Aye. I've never actually bought one, but I'm, I'm. that's what I'm thinking about right now. Oh
1: man, you can also get a massive tube of Pringles like that as well. Yeah, do, do you? Aye, and they're often reduced after Christmas because nobody buys them. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye out for that next year, John. But Dave, you've just ran an ultra, you've just done really well and you want to reward yourself. What are you reaching for?
2: Uh, I think chippy chippy is generally the one thing you go to and I get but it's it's not so much the chips of the fish I think it's uh, the batter and salt and vinegar I absolutely crave that the bits or uh, yeah potatoes but I don't want to say too much about that because you'll rip the fish out of us so <laughs> not at all
0: that's my favourite thing to eat in the world Fresh I could potatoes. live I could live on potatoes, potatoes. On, <laughs> them yeah, I could yeah. live on them different. John
1: has salted new potatoes boiled in a wee bag Ziploc for his in a drop bag repertoire okay That's
0: my, one of my drop bags definitely yeah Aye,
2: some, some butter some salt i could go in high hey, man I <laughs> <the butter> <laughs> now,
0: see, you mentioned there's a couple of good chip shops in Aberdeen though there's a great chip shop over in Torrey one of the things i love about Aberdeen and fish and chips they give you loads of what i call crispy bits. You just mentioned that the butter. So the wee bits of butter. Oh, yeah, hanging yeah. About and you've to lick your finger and get in there and get the salt and vinegar. <laughs> Man. Absolutely brilliant. But that is uh, that is one of my I would say one of my faves too a fish fishing chips after an altar. just it just hits the spot, doesn't it? And a, a pint of full fat milk.
2: Uh, is it, it Glen Lion or is it a wee chippy van is it right? Or ogle one of the races we chippy van at the end and it's absolute ace ah oh, um, you smell
1: it for five miles away I, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that radar steven it's just drawing you in
1: like the, the starship enterprise tractor beam <laughs> <laughs> in you come son <laughs> your chips are just getting fried up <laughs> six minute mile last mile sorry three and a half minute kilometer dave Oh, that's good It's good yeah <laughs> okay so right we've done food we've done races we've done plenty of other things but we want to know what's next what what what's the future hold You've kind, you kind of gave us a couple of hints
2: i know raceways I've, I've got belfast 24 in five weeks i think it is I've got that, I, I, I moaned earlier when you said something about last one standing, but I, I think I'll be running for the Ireland team in July for last one standing and is it down Perth direction?
1: We're it, we're at the, the Highlander
2: Yeah, yeah, so I think my name's down far, but I'm, I'm not sure about doing it I, I I don't really like them they're too hard
1: uh, My wife's doing that one so I'll be up there Um. She she's looking for tips from somebody who does like them
2: I just find it difficult I, I like I like racing and I, and I, I, I hope no one takes this wrong but to me it's just about to see you can stay alive the longest and it's really, I just, I've done two and i was pretty rubbish at them but now, yeah, no, yeah, the only reason I want to do it is three or four lads I know from like Aberdeen going down there, they're just wanting to do like 12 hours so Northern Ireland, Ireland, they love it over there like it's right. run, for, okay. run for Ireland or GB24 or run last one stand, and they'll take out every time.
1: Really good chippy in Pitlockery.
2: Sweet. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> yep.
1: John, John's a freak frequent flyer.
0: The place to be, P-L-A-I-C-E, the place to be, it is a fantastic chip
1: shop. Absolutely. Right. Tell him John's,
0: that soon. Tell them John sent you.
1: Remember, tag them in the Instagram and all. They're going to we'll get a freebie, <laughs>
0: for, freebie for John the next time he's up. No, <laughs> I, I, I find that if really the last couple of years, this last man standing has come to my attention. You know, I, I think I've known about it longer than that, but it seems to have come into the sort of focus. And it might have even have been at Castle Ward. That was just this year, wasn't it? Start okay. of this year. Um, one salmon, one of but yeah. It just seems to be going. It's almost like it's just went boom and everybody's into it nowadays. So I, okay. I find it quite interesting.
2: I can hear I like the whole thing about racing and chasing people down and people chasing you and yes. and this is like the first year I done. I think I was doing them like forty minutes, so I had twenty minutes to chill out, which was east during the day. But I think it was February in Northern Ireland, which is like hundred percent rain and wind and freezing. So didn't then working at night, it's just getting cold, putting all yeah. my clothes, run out of run out of dry clothes. Yeah, just just pretty miserable. Then I just fell into it because I don't see my mum and dad that much. I made an excuse and walked off the course. I just thought I'd done 86 mile, I think, and thought, it's another four hours that I get 100 mile. Yeah. <laughs> four hours, you know, and the wrong way of thinking about it, but that's where my head was. And the next one I use is a, a training run for fueling. But yeah. it's, some some people just like it. I just, I don't like the stop-start nature. And, but yeah. we'll see. Maybe maybe be different down to Highlander. My head may be in a different place. I haven't done it in two or three years, I think, so.
1: Yeah, what's the what's the daylight hours there as well at that time of year? If you know what I mean, which maybe is better, maybe it's worse.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's, there's boys back home and they're doing like sixty hours. I, I'm, I'm, I'll I'm, put I'm, may take Monday off work just in case I'm racked or in case I'll probably last a bit longer. But there's no way I'm taking a Tuesday and Wednesday off. <laughs> it's just crazy. I need sleep. Like plan, plan your
1: annual weave around running for sixty hours. at uh, last man
0: standing Verona The Belfast fast 24 The bill' is five weeks away How are you yeah. feeling now With that on the horizon Dave?
2: Good uh, ACP I think maybe a week or Maybe two weeks off Then I've started ramping up the train again So I think it was 160k last week And feeling really strong I, It gets to a stage where like My legs feel stronger when there's more load on them It's when I deload When I when I get all my issues so Right uh training peaks is telling me to to stop. I know when I get there with certain numbers that I i do start pick up niggles, so it's getting that stage now. So I'm gonna have to do something the next few weeks to take it back a bit. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The last two I've done have been mediocre. One was rob sorry, one was bad and one was mediocre. So I wanna go back and do good because all my family come to see me. That's mm-hmm. like my mom's my, my biggest fan, she's not just like these twenty four hour adventures, she's oh, on watch dot watching sending messages to everyone and anytime I've been back home I've lasted about probably 15 hours maybe at Belfast so I'm uh, expecting to see her the next morning my dad's coming to pick me up at three in the morning it's embarrassing so it <laughs> a we'll, we'll give it a, we'll a better go.
0: Brilliant and is it, is it far from where they live? You, no, can, can they actually get down to the park to see
2: you? Yeah yeah it's about seven miles from the house so it's in the middle of Belfast so it's absolutely absolute cracking event. If I think of a hundred mile race on the same day, There's relays. If DJs on playing, it's 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 a cracking day out. Like sounds brilliant. Loads of people go down to watch. Similar to the party, go down to watch because it's like a lot of people don't understand how anyone can run for more than two hours. So when you drop in the twenty four hour pace, it boggles them.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good sense of occasion. Is that a potential ACP
2: location? Nah. No. I, I don't think so. I think there's 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 a few things they we're saying that's on all, all around about the same time, and I think they were saying it was too short. Right. But they were looking at, I think it's down Royal Racecourse. I think it's, uh, it's, it's out of the city. That was mentioned a few other places, but I think that's going to be the hard bit for, for, for Northern Ireland, getting somewhere that's a kind of commutable, where it will kind of be the kind of right length, no, no inclination in that.
1: Yeah, just that we better. Of logistics and infrastructure around it and stuff.
2: I and mean, Dallow the boy said the course was flat as a pancake and there was absolutely no danger that was flat like uh Perth was ace. Even that we left that we kind of uh was it one meter kind of incline at the back uh-huh. end.
1: <laughs> yeah, through the floodgates. Yeah. Past the owl. <laughs>
0: yeah. Owl Hill.
1: Just just named it Owl Hill. That's what we'll call it. And you mentioned as well Gloucester 24, Verona again, all this year.
2: I uh, put, apply for Verona at the start of the year. And again, two at the end of the year, just in case uh, if it, yeah I get injured, I mean, gives me a second chance. Verona's right at the end. I ain't get it carried carry that over from last year. I clashed with ACP last year. But it's, it's around the track. It's it's good crack. We mark Bromwich has gone down. I think there's quite a few people from up here going to be down there. So it'll be Aislaff for about the first four hours (laughs) ah yeah yeah 19 hours of like horrificness
1: then you start questioning your life choices but that's (laughs) that's why you do it so that's round the the track in verona
2: aye oh no no sorry verona isn't verona's uh verona's kind of uh, around i think it's a park it was it was moved it was moved in 2020 the council kind of at the last minute told them they couldn't have it so they moved to somewhere else i don't know where this one is but It's in the centre. Verona's ace. Pizza's ace. Pizza.
1: Oh, I know. I'm just thinking exactly that. I thought I better not go near food again. And I'm thinking Verona, pizza, Italy, (laughs) stone baked. No, I'm like that. No. (laughs) Let's not go there. But anyway, we have. That's enough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starving. (laughs) I know. Do you know what? I've got a, a snap question to ask Dave new feature okay you have to run a marathon tomorrow what's your finishing time uh 2.55 <laughs> I <think>. cheeky bastard! <laughs> <You said that. laughs> right it's now a challenge you're running a marathon tomorrow at 2.55 <laughs> <laughs> I love it 3.09 <laughs>
2: 30, 3.09 uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure
1: you John, you're on the marathon tomorrow. What are you doing? 3:59.
0: Ah,
1: oh, yes, fight and talk. <laughs> I meant like
0: tomorrow, as in Tuesday. Nah, tomorrow I'd probably be fucking 4:30 or something in the morning. What nah, about well, yeah. you then, Stephen? Back at you? I'd be like
1: 3:07:56, like a one-second PB. <laughs> so, is this is this a new feature going to be? I don't know. Well, foresee- we didn't want to- it might be a different distance every week so that the the Uh, guest doesn't uh, know see what could you do uh what could you do a
0: boom boom
1: in tomorrow
0: cool this is you thinking your feet of course cool (laughs) right Right, dave you've already given us the bit about and i think it's a fantastic bit of advice about um making sure your stomach is good before you go into a race not just testing all your kit and stuff but actually testing that you what you eat using gels getting your stomach right so that's perfect but is there any other sort of tips or words of wisdom that you would give I mean we spoke about a lot of different things here man you spoke about whether it's going to be a physical thing or a mental thing what sort of tips would you have for MD listening in? things they might either go well or they might go wrong what tips would you give to somebody
2: I think it probably ties in that food bit about have you have you seen that Matthew McConaughey have you seen him getting interviewed no or read his book green lights
0: green yeah I've read that yeah
2: see the bit where he says look after future you you read Mm that that's definitely the bit I think of especially around racing but every part in life you can you can sort this out but for 24 hour running if, if, if you're not doing what you do, should be doing now you're basically just pissing future you off you're like you're not helping yourself so like eating but don't don't really think you can eat this now but you can get away with that now but in four or five hours time you're you're going to find yourself out so i think it's look after future i, I kind of try and use that in all aspects of, of what i do training as well don't want to do a session tomorrow don't do the session tomorrow then it's like in six months time three months time whenever your race is no, you're not looking after yourself. That, that's kind of stuck with me after I heard him as, in his first uh, kind of one of the podcasts or whatever when I, when I heard him on. I think it's it's pretty pretty smart.
0: He's got a good voice as well, hasn't he? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, easy my, to listen to, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But be good to your future self. Now, I'm going to le- reveal a wee reveal. Stephen might not even have remembered he told me this about being kind to your future self. He's sitting there now shitting himself. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm going to say next. But what it was about was, if you're wearing shoes and they've got laces in them, then you just kick your shoes off, untie the laces. Be kind to your future self, because the next time you go to put them on, you cross Mm -hmm. your legs, you tie your lace. No problem. So, and I've done that since that day to this. Not just with shoes, but with trainers, running shoes, I untie my laces. Then I just kick them off. So thank you, Stephen. I maybe need to listen to my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> but it is good, though, and it is, it's, it's a life thing. It's like making your bed in the morning. Then I just lash the bedclothes away. Make your bed nice. And see when you get in your bed at night, you're being kind to your future self.
1: Fantastic. Well, I, I, I am going to hate to go <laughs> in my shoe cupboard and untie all my laces. <laughs> and I, you know yeah. my shoe cupboard, John. It is. Coaching. on. Schwein cupboard. Oh.
2: It's just is that somewhere else?
1: <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> yeah, the Schwank cupboard is, is is winking at me. no winking, I said. <laughs> oh, shit,
2: man, I didn't
0: even mean that. Oh, dear, dear, it's transcended into a fast. Dialect dictionary! <laughs> Aye, we've had dead on. We've had dead on already, but it it's time for Dave to give us a dialect dictionary, Stephen. On you go.
1: It is, Dave over to you for your entry into the Young Hearts Run 3 dialect dictionary. We won't be disappointed. Come on.
2: No, uh, I suppose another it's two words, I suppose, if, if there are even words for hello in Northern Ireland. It's And uh, You see someone instead of saying bowgee, it's like, what about you? But it's crammed right down. You can put curse words at the front, middle and the end of it if you want to kind of up up the ante, but yeah, bowgee, I think it's a Belfast thing, so some of the kind of Chooktree type, Northern Irish people might can get it, but. Bouchie.
0: Bouchie,
2: Bouchie yeah. Bouchie. I don't, don't know if it works in Scottish accent or English or, I'm not too sure. I haven't heard you'd many.
0: we would probably say, what about you?
2: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We just can't be arse, putting all those extra syllables in. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, man.
0: Bouchie. Yeah. Next okay. time I speak to Carla Borland, I'm going to say that to
2: you. Carla Zias. Felt sorry for her this year missing the ACP, like. The partner got COVID a couple of weeks before and then she messaged to say she couldn't make it, so I was pretty sad.
0: We were looking forward to seeing her too because she's obviously we've spoken to her, said on the podcast, she just seems like good crack, good spirit about her, you know. So,
2: you know what? It'll happen
0: another time. It'll happen another time.
1: Yeah, Belfast 2023. It's going to be good. (laughs) You can always see the Panini sticker album out for it, can't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Okay and yeah We don't like to finish up without Asking each and every Guest for a contribution into The Young Hearts Run Free La Buff Buff Collection Volume 2 playlist Nice snappy name for it um, So yeah the song That you want to contribute to that Particular legendary playlist Is
2: related to running uh, Bits and pieces yeah. Her, that, that one. one yeah 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 That'll, that's my finish line song if i can Art- plug it in artemisia ah yeah you're right now
1: jesus i know i think there's a there's an age synergy going on here <laughs> <that>.
0: yeah yeah i think they Dave Clark five or something this is a different dance tune It's a glow sticks one yeah, sticks, the, yeah. the, the, dance, the dancey one not the, the day clark one no. cool brilliant well that's going to go right in there as well the young hats run free of buff buff collection volume two is getting big, quite popular Stephen. is it has it had a wee yes. bit of
1: hit lists people it, are in there right a lot of hits i meant to say yeah that it's full of yeah. hits but it's actually been listened to aye people are tapping into it so We'll post the links up again just to remind people where to find them because sometimes you are just searching for a wee bit of different playlists, aren't you? And it's good to sometimes have access.
0: I, and I think sometimes you maybe hear even a track or two off of a playlist and that takes you somewhere else. Yeah, That's it's always good to you listening to what other people uh I listen to. Dave, what about yourself? Do you when you run, do you listen to music? Do you listen to podcasts? Or is a bit of both? What's your go to album?
2: Uh, I, I I can't listen to the albums anymore. I, I just it mixes generally. I listen to like podcasts. I listen to them longer on the Saturday, the first kind of couple of hours. I'll have a podcast or maybe two on, then just go into just dance music stuff with no words and no thinking. Uh generally high, high tempo. <laughs> I, yeah. I just get that. Spotify. Or just any song I like, if I fart on that and fart on random and spend most of them run forward into crap that could. <laughs> Hammered.
1: Nah. <laughs> I double tap the wee button on my bud to to fast uh-huh. forward. You know, yeah. I, there's sometimes I double tap about fifty times in a row. Starts
2: nah. It
0: nah. <laughs> no. And then a song comes on. You've listened to three hundred thousand times. Ah, oh, that'll do.
2: Yeah. You have five thousand songs on. You hear the same song in one run two or three times. <laughs> That's
1: grand. Okay. Right. Well. I think we're getting near the the business
0: end. Have we covered everything in our little question set? I think we've done no bad. We have. I think we we, we definitely have, but we've also covered a whole lot more. Huh? And I, I thank Dave very much for being so open and honest about... Um, there were some quite lows in there as well, and I think it's brilliant to hear about that because everybody will have these lows, but nobody speaks about them. So thank you very much for that, Dave. My abiding memory of you though, Dave, is it the gathering of awesomeness and being an <laughs> awesome person and encouraging people bl- relentlessly as um, going around the edge. So I thank you very much for that. I thank you very much for your chat tonight. I've really enjoyed your company. Stephen said at the start that we've been you've been on a radar for a good wee bit and it's been really, really good to, to catch up with you tonight. So thank you very much for your time. Absolutely nope. not.
2: It's, it's no thanks a, for having us. Uh,
1: a a we'll privilege, come. Dave. Our first Northern Irish fella.
2: Boy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Making get getting that um, the pioneer into the Young Hearts Run three guest list. So no, it's been great chatting with you. Eventually, and I pretty much wish I was as average as you were. That would be pretty. That would be me on uh, a pedestal.
2: Uh, not coming across RC with that, but yeah.
1: No, no, I know, I, I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, um, it's it's been a um, privilege to speak to you, and thanks very much for for giving up your time to do so.
2: Um, and dead on, is that what they say? Cheers, boys. Out, eh? Bougie. <laughs>